You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You're tuned in to Pen Drop Discussions. We're delivering insightful information through genuine conversations. Never miss a message that's for you. Oh, this is Pen What's going on? You're now tuning in to Pin Drop Discussions. This is your host, Tyler Parker, and I'm very excited to be back with you guys once again today. Today's episode is titled Pissed Off with Patience. So I got this title because I was upset and angry, and I've been upset and angry for such a long time that I couldn't even recall when I started becoming this angry. I traced it back to right before I left for boot camp, and it was because that I didn't want to go. And I realized that I had some things inside of me that I wasn't done dealing with. And then some things that I just decided that I wasn't ready to let go of. And and holding on to those things and holding on to that old Tyler, so to speak, I created this personality. And I know I've talked about it a couple of times because I think last night I actually finally had this realization where everything clicked to to show me that this anger that I was holding on to was because of the fact that I wasn't trying to let go. And I wasn't trying to let go of the way that I felt like I should be treated, the way that I felt like I should handle situations, the things that I felt like I should have done, the things that I felt like I didn't live up to, right? And so it was like four o'clock in the morning and I'm up, you know, my, I realized, you know, my room is in a state of disarray, you know, because it's just everything is over here, over there, and it's just all over the place, right? And I'm like, all right, well, I need to get my living space together in order to clear my mind because, you know, this is like a, a mini one bedroom studio that I'm in, this barracks. So, you know, I've got my little pin drop discussion office over here and I've got my little refrigerator slash kitchen area and then we have my bathroom and it's all probably within about three to 400 square feet, right? So it's not, it's not big at all. Well, maybe not even three, it's probably like, maybe like 250 to like 400 square feet. So when it comes down to what I'm going through and how my living environment is, I can always tell when there's something wrong. Now, I can't necessarily say that I could pinpoint it immediately. And I realize that that's what therapy is for, right? So I was going to therapy before I went to like two sessions 
the first session was extremely helpful. The second session was extremely helpful. And then I didn't go because I felt like I had it under control. I was like, oh yeah, I'm good. But you don't go to therapy for when you have things under control. You know, it's obviously to help you manage when you can't have things under control. And last night, I want to say I had a little mini therapy session with myself and I know I need outside help like you know i get that internal help from what god has already given me and what god has put inside of me to enable my mind to receive wisdom from revelations of just recalling things back to my memory and you know having conversations with people having prayers and people praying for me like my brother prayed for me last night and just kind of allowed me to see the aspects of the situation that I couldn't see myself. And the reason why this episode is called Pissed Off With Patience is because I was struggling with the feeling of being unfulfilled. And the reason why I I say that is because of the whole, what should I be doing? What should I have done? What could I have done? Created this sense of rejection. So I had been dealing with the spirit of rejection, right? I was like, oh, you know, we're going to get the, we're going to get the spirit of rejection and rebellion out. And, you know, we're going to, um, I understand what it is because in the medical field, right, you can't treat a disease unless you call it by its name, unless you understand what it is so you can treat the symptoms so you can get rid of it. Right. And so in the spiritual sense, I believe it's the same thing. You got to be able to call this thing by what it is and be able to get all of those little pieces and things out so that they're not thrown in your side as you're walking I realized you know I was like okay I'm gonna get the the big picture out of the way yes I understand I have a spirit I understand I was dealing with this spirit but what I didn't realize is that I was also just carrying the weight of what I thought I should feel versus what I was actually feeling so like two different so it's I've got a spectrum of what I think I should be feeling and what I'm actually feeling and it's creating this rift in my mind and my mind is not letting me process it because it's like, well, you shouldn't really feel like that. You don't deserve, who told you you should feel like that? That's awkward. Being patient with myself in order to see that one, even though I can receive the revelations and anybody can receive revelations and everybody that has access to Jesus does receive revelations and whether it be from an outside source or whether you receive it from, you know, reading the word or um, from within internally, because God did give us that spirit internally to be able to call things back to our attention, the comforter and developing that sense of peace. Once you get the revelation, because that is where the blessing is, is in that revelation, because once you get the the revelation, the wisdom can come in. And then once you have the wisdom to fix a problem, you don't have to go back to it. You don't have to continue to suffer and deal with it. So today's episode is about healing. And in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, you know about the the fruits of the spirit, right? And it's talking about peace that comes from the spirit. It comes from the fruit. And it was something that I I've read before, but I missed is in 2 Peter 1, 3 through 10. I'm going to read it to you. It's the King James Version. And I'm going to read you the Amplified Version. So 2 Peter 
1, 3 through 10 says, According as divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. The whole passage about adding to your faith, right? So it's like faith is the size of mustard. If you have faith the size of mustard seed, you can, you know, move mountains. But it's like when that trial or that test comes and then you're lacking faith and you're like, and I finally saw what a mustard seed looks like. And it's like extremely small. Right, because one of my friends was uh, cooking, and she had a mustard seed, and she was like, "Oh, this is what I was like, that's crazy." And um, to think that when we go through those trials and tribulations, that we don't have the faith of a mustard seed to move the mountain is insane. You know, because it's like how you can have faith, you can have as much faith as is required for one trial and one test. But once you get to another trial and another test, it's like that faith goes, it's not that it goes away, it's just that it's not the same, right? Because you have a new level, so you got a new level of faith. So I'm like, well, what new level am I gonna get to, to where I can take that old faith and apply it to this new situation? And what it is, is you have to continue to add to that faith. You got to continue to add patience. You got to continue to add knowledge. You got to continue to add wisdom. And if you don't have wisdom to ask for it, to get around people is going to continue to uplift and uphold you to where that you can be accountable to all things that are pertaining to these situations and these trials because they come so quickly that sometimes you don't even realize you're in a situation. And then if you were like myself, not necessarily prone to anger, but if anger lies dormant in your in your spirit, and then when a situation comes up and anger comes out, obviously you have your answer. You have you have why the, why it is that you're lacking. You know you have why it is that there's doubt. So be angry but sin not. It's like when your anger promotes you to question God in a way that is counterproductive to the situation in who he is and his character and who he called you to be is not it's not gonna work out for you you're gonna end up regressing spending a lot of times in situations that you don't necessarily have to stay in because healing when it occurs it is to give you that that foresight that knowledge that say oh okay my leg might be broken right now but i know that once I put this splint on it, once I once I apply enough pressure, or once I whatever you do for a broken leg, I'm trying to remember the uh, rest ice. What is it? Rest, um, it's rice. Rest ice. 
compression and elevation. Once you do that, or once you, you know, fix the broken bone, you still have to go through that process of healing. So you have the knowledge that you need healing. You have the attention to get the healing. You have the determination to go through the process. But while you're in the process, don't forget that each step is still going to require a level of faith that says continue forward, continue pushing, continue to remember who you are. You know, don't don't remember that brokenness. Don't remember that broken place. So or even if you do remember that broken place, remember it as a testimony because that's not who you are anymore. So that's that's where I am. And I told you that I was going to read you the Amplified version because the Amplified version stuck out more in my head. And it says, this is 2 Peter 1, 5 through 8. For this very reason, applying your diligence, parentheses, to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence and moral excellence, knowledge, parentheses, insight, understanding, close parentheses, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly affection, and in your brotherly affection, parentheses, develop Christian, close parentheses, love, parentheses, that is, learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. Close parentheses. Well, that was through seven. But the main part of that is adding, is continuing to add upon those already established principles of faith, already establishing upon the principles of the fruits of the spirit. And it's like, once you do those things, once you continue adding and continuously, like, I can't stress that enough because I am working on that now, right? Like, just to continue to stay in that place of seeking him seeking righteousness seeking the kingdom of god like you can't go wrong there's so many trials and tribulations there's so many things going on in today's world that are specifically set out to target your mind and your heart and more importantly your heart because if the enemy can corrupt your heart he can get your mind because what is it as a man thinketh? So it's Proverbs 23 and 7. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee. But his heart is not with thee. With that in mind, keep your heart protected. Keep your mind protected. Stay up. Stay positive. Stay blessed. And I just pray a prayer of protection over you and your family and the people that you come in contact with that their minds and their hearts may be protected as well. Just remember to keep on that full armor of God and that's all I got for you. Until next time, peace. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.